All right, so today we're going to be talking about a couple of things, namely uh, Alex Jones got his Twitter account back, uh, which is great, uh, and the establishment, uh, namely Mitt Romney, seems to be backing Nikki Haley pretty hard. I mean, she was just on Fox News, I think, the other day, and and Neil, if you watch Neil Cavuto's show, you can really see how they're backing Nikki Haley. Uh, I'm not exactly sure why. I think a large part of it is because she's, you know, she's one of them. She's part of the establishment. She's part of the swamp. Uh, but after Vivek Ramaswamy just obliterated her on the debate stage, which I'll show you later, uh, it's, it's good, great to watch. But even after that, they're still backing her. But I don't, I don't get it. But also, we're going to discuss how Biden's approval rating has fallen to its lowest level since he took office, which is, of course, you know, no surprise to anybody who has seen, you know, his abysmal failures of foreign foreign policy and has seen, you know, the prices at the gas pump and at the grocery store. So first, of course, the, the big news, uh, Alex Jones got his Twitter account back after being deplatformed, meaning taken off all major social media platforms five years ago, back 2018. And I was he not forgotten, he managed to stay relevant, which, you know, is in part to uh, Stephen Crowder, who had him on when he was deplatformed and has had him on semi-regularly since. And now is having uh, Alex Jones as part of his, uh, or on its premium service, a mug club. Which is, of course, you know, ever-expanding with more talent. Now, uh, I think what really set this up, though, was when Elon Musk bought Twitter, made a free speech platform, and then I think shortly after, you know, telling the Disney exec to go fuck himself if he was going to try blackmailing with money, I think maybe he wanted to just flip the bird to the left. And I think that's why this came up, so he could reinstate the account. So he put up a poll, you know, do you, do you guys want me to reinstate Alex Jones' account? And of course, with the internet, it was a resounding yes, uh, which is no surprise. Uh, so what do you think? What do you think is going to come out of this account? What do you think kind of tweets are going to go viral from this? I think it's going to be great, uh, but we'll have to see. But back to the, you know, the politics, you know, Nikki Haley. Uh, Mitt Romney, who's part of the establishment, part of the swamp, uh, like kind of like Mike, Pen Mike Pence kind of figure, give you an example, uh, said Nikki Haley is the only one who has a shot at beating Trump. Not only was this wrong before Vivek Ramaswamy just obliterated uh, Nikki Haley on stage was especially wrong after. And I'll, I'll show you right here. Take a look. ...from earlier that she is somehow not responding to the will of these donors. Nikki, you were bankrupt when you left the UN. After you left the UN, you became a military contractor. You actually started joining service on the board of Boeing, whose back you scratched for a very long time, and then gave foreign multinational speeches like Hillary Clinton is. And now you're a multimillionaire. That math does not add up. It adds up to the fact that you are corrupt. She said that I have a woman problem. Nikki, I don't have a woman problem. You have a corruption problem. And I think that that's what people need to know. Nikki is corrupt. This is a woman who will send your kids to die so she can buy a bigger house. This is the problem. Using identity politics more effectively than Kamala Harris is a form of intellectual fraud. Now, it's, it's great to watch because, you know, you can see uh, Nikki Haley's political career just melting away. And yet the establishment still really, you know, is backing her pretty hard. 
I think the reason the establishment likes, you know, somebody like Nikki Haley or even Chris Christie is because, you know, they're one of them. They're uh, spineless mouthpieces for special interests and lobbyists. And that's one of the reasons they dislike somebody like Vivek Ramaswamy or especially Donald Trump uh, because they're not, they're independently wealthy. They're not beholden to special interests and lobbyists like they are. Uh, you know, like, like some of these politicians like Nikki Haley will come into office with X amount of money and they'll come out with millions and their salary was only like a quarter of that or like 5%, uh, like Nancy Pelosi or like Joe Biden, for example. And all the stuff has come out about him recently with his influence penalty scheme uh, with his son. But I also want to talk to you today about the Ron DeSantis-Gavin Newsom debate, which went very well. Uh, it's great to see, especially when you pulled out the poop map. And, uh, you know, it was very good for DeSantis, uh, very good for Republicans. It was really bad for Gavin Newsom uh, and Democrats. I think if Trump wasn't in the race, this would have give, given DeSantis a huge boost. But, you know, since Trump is in the race, none of these candidates really matter all that much. But it was a very good debate. Uh, it might, you know, think, it might cause Gavin Newsom to rethink his uh, presidential run, which I don't know if he's going to do yet, but he's definitely going to do sometime in the future. But, you know, we'll see. And here I want to show you the clip of DeSantis pulling out the poop map, of course, which I think is going to be iconic. Map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're That's willing so to do it for a communist dictator, so but they're not willing to do it for their own. And he also goes, you know, there are certain liberties and freedoms that you have in Florida that you don't have in San Francisco, like defecating on a public sidewalk, <laughs> which is, you know, which is great. But I also want to talk to you today about Biden and his approval numbers have dropped to his lowest rate since he took office at 33%, which is reflecting a six point drop for November 3rd in this survey. I should note this from a Breitbart article. It says it's a new year low for the 81-year-old since he took office. Wow, Biden's 81 years old. I thought he was older than that. His disapproval now sits at 55%, reflecting a three-point increase over the same time frame. For the 19% of Democrats disapprove of Biden, as do 86% of Republicans. You know, the 14% of Republicans that approve are probably Nikki Haley supporters. Uh, most independents disapprove of Biden, as well as 64%, just 21% approve. Notably, 25% of liberals, 56% of moderates, also disapprove of Biden. Says Biden also sees dismal ratings on the economy at 55%. I'm really surprised that number's not higher, especially anybody who's been in a grocery store or at a gas pump. Uh, you know, view the economy as poor or failing. Most independents are at 63% feel the same way, another 56% overall view Biden's handling of immigration and border security as poor or failing. I'm surprised that number's not higher as well. 
54% are unhappy with his handling of crime. That includes the majority of independents as well. Now, of course, you know, there's more of this article, but I just want to touch on the key points because, you know, especially because the White House is touting this Bidenomics, and I think every time they say that, their poll numbers probably drop, especially to, like I, like I keep saying, anybody who's been in a grocery store or has been at a gas pump can see the gas that prices have increased. Or just, you look at the real estate market, it's insane right now. Uh, and, you know, and who of us today is better off than we were four years ago? I'm not talking about, like, you know, personally, uh, you know, spiritually or, uh, you know, any of your goals in life. I'm talking about financially. You know, do you have as much food in your fridge? Uh, have you have you had to cook, or do you just have to cook it more at home? You can you not go out as much. Uh, you know, some a lot of Americans are having to use credit cards to fill the gap gaps where their income used to cover it just fine. And the White House wants to say that this is all going well. This is Bidenomics, but Americans don't buy it. Uh, Americans see that there's not only less in their pantry and their fridge, but there's less in their wallets. And you know, San the contrast between San Francisco and Florida is a great example of the you know the economy, not just the economy, but the policies in terms of crime. Instead of Florida, which is prospering, and you know, it's like you know, 2016, 2020, like the entire country, you know, under Donald Trump, uh, I'm sure a lot of us remember having excess cash. Uh, a lot of us remember gas not being $4 a gallon. But under this economy, like 2020, 2023, almost 2024, it's gotten a lot worse. And we've seen everything at the grocery store get more expensive. And that's a lot in part due to the war on fossil fuels, which has made everything more expensive. Uh, and, you know, our foreign policy was a lot better, too, under a Republican president. And we didn't have any new wars started. And now we have, you know, the war in Ukraine because Biden said, oh, well, you know, if it's a minor incursion, you know, we, we, we probably won't get involved. And now Ukrainians are suffering. You know, we wouldn't have sayings like, let's go, Brandon, you know, <laughs> or thanks, Joe Biden. If we had a president that was creating a good economy and could create coherent sentences, you know, like when he was, he was given some award for students and he was like, ah, uh, uh, Chang, uh, Chang Gao, ah. Uh. And when he promised Americans buy a call cloud, you know, <laughs> that's Joe Biden. And it's not a surprise that the economy and even the world is in the shape that it's in under President Biden. But anyway, that's it for this show. Uh, I made got a new logo, new intro, new outro. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments down below or what you'd like to see in the next show. And you can find the show on YouTube, Rumble, and anywhere you get your podcast. And I'll see you in the next one.